Good morning, everyone. So, Merry Christmas. I only get to say that, uh, I think this might be the last week I get to say that, because it's still Christmas in July. And look what we have here. We have these great Christmas stockings uh, out at the 5th and Chestnut entrance on the Christmas tree. We do this every year at this church. These go to the Salvation Army. Uh, but you can fill those up and bring them back to the church. That's awesome. Uh, another Christmas thing we do in July is our Christmas shoe boxes. Uh, that's all the Methodist churches do that. Uh, we fill up the shoe boxes, and our shoe boxes are going to South America, and our kids and youth packed those on Wednesday night, and it was great. Um, wanted to let you know that uh, Sunday, August 1st, from at 12 o'clock, there's going to be a children's and youth parent meeting, uh, and lunch is provided. It's going to be a great meeting. Uh, Sunday, August 15th, uh, we're going to be having a back-to-school Sunday. And at the 10 o'clock hour, the kids and youth are invited to a back-to-school bash. It's going to be great. And I don't know if you know this, but if you go on the church app, you can uh, find great things like some of Pastor Sam's sermons. You can find music with JT and the choir and Benny organ music. It's great. So you can find lots of things on the church app. You can also find the newsletter, news and events, and keep up to date with what's going on. And uh, if you're one of the folks who is worshiping with us online rather than in person, if you're at the beach worshiping, let us know where you're at. If they're at the beach, let us know your location, where exactly you're staying. And JT and Benny and Pastor Sam are going to go, right? Go join them. So uh, let us know where you're worshiping at. There is a rose on the altar again this Sunday. We have those a lot lately, new babies being born into the life of the church. This is for Atticus Flynn Saltzer. Uh, parents are Kennedy and Kendra, so welcome to Atticus and to the life of the church, and let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Loving God, we are so thankful that we can come together and worship as a church family this morning. We pray that you will calm our hearts and our minds and help us focus on you. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. This morning as we worship, I'd invite you to stand together as we sing hymn number 158, Come Christians, Join to Sing.
Please remain standing and join us in the affirmation of faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated, everybody, and except for our children, our children are about to go to Children's Church with Pastor Andy and with Molly Page, and I know they're going to be doing something fun today. I know a little bit about what they're in for, and it's always going to be exciting. All right. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're worshiping with us today. Even if you're worshiping with us online, I want to say a special hello to you. Please tell us where you're worshiping from and, and share this, like and share this uh, service so that your friends can worship with us too. We're excited that people all over the place get to worship with us today. We want to thank you for your support and, and ask for your continued support. We have our offering plates there. Don't forget to, to drop something off in there. We also have some uh, connect cards there. If, you, uh, if you've been worshiping with us or if you're visiting with us today and you haven't filled out one of those cards to give us some information about yourself, uh, it helps us keep in touch with you and we appreciate that. Download our church app. I know Pastor Andy said something about it, but that's really the best way to stay in touch and you can do all kinds of things through that. Uh, we also want your prayer requests. Uh, we have a prayer team that's very active and prays every week and we pray uh, whether we're gathered or not. So you're prayer request, if you'll send them to, you can email them, fumc at fumcgadston.org. You can put them in the comment section on our Facebook page. You can write a note and drop it off, um, or you can just call us. I want to lift up uh, a special prayer request today. We don't mention all of these by name, but this afternoon is going to be the funeral for um, Mike Witherspoon's uncle, Mr. E.D. Witherspoon. And I want to just mention his name because he was uh, a World War II veteran, and we're just losing so many of our World War II veterans uh, so so quickly. And I'm so grateful for um, for their service and their love of their country. So remember their family in your prayers. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give glory to you, and we give honor to you, and we give witness to our faith today. We set this time aside to give worship to you, to forget about the regrets over yesterday and to forget about the worries over tomorrow 
and just be in your presence to give credit where credit is due because it all belongs to you. Every good and perfect thing, every blessing in our lives, Lord, we, we owe to you. Even the hardships, Lord, work together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose. So God, help us to just enjoy your presence right now, knowing that you love us and knowing that great is your faithfulness and your mercy and your loving kindness toward us. Forgive us, Lord, where we have failed to be all you have intended for us to be. Forgive us, Lord, for where we have not done those things that we've had the opportunity to do. Forgive us, Lord, for where we have done things that have not been in alignment with your will. And God, teach us today to pray the prayer that you taught your disciples when you said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Jesus will know that he loves 
us in the heart he implanted a song a song of deliverance of courage of strength in the Thank you, JT. It's beautiful. And, you know, sometimes we forget that the one that's leading the choir also can sing pretty good, too. So thank you. That was special. Um, we are finishing up our celebration of freedom today. We've been talking about that all, all July long. Now, next Sunday will be the first Sunday in August, and we have a back-to-school theme. Next Sunday, I'm going to be talking about how to act in the lunchroom. And, um, no, you know what? You never really get out of middle school, do you? You just get older. It's always that way. So we're going to have a back-to-school theme. I hope that you'll be here and join us for that. Today we are looking back at Luke chapter 10, uh, verses 38 through 42. And then I'm going to tell you a little story, okay? So story time with Pastor Sam after we read these verses. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you're worried and distracted about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Once upon a time, a man met God early in the morning on his walk, and he said, God, this is a beautiful day. Thank you for this beautiful day. And God said, well, you're quite welcome. I have something I need for you to do for me today. And the man said, anything, Lord. God, I'll just do anything for you. And he said, well, it's, it's simple. I need you to get your, your wooden cart, and I need you to take these three rocks up to the top of the mountain for me. And the man said, I'd be glad to do that, Lord. And so they loaded these three rocks in the man's wooden cart, and off he went. And he was so happy to be doing something for the Lord. He knew he could do. It wasn't too heavy. He was just, the birds were singing, the breeze was blowing through the trees, and, and it, was, it was a good, good day. And he was whistling a happy tune as he walked through town. And he got as far as the bakery, and the baker came out and said, Hey, where are you going this fine day? And he said, I'm going to take these three rocks to the top of the mountain for the Lord. And he said, you're going to the top of the mountain? What a happy coincidence. I have something I need taken to the top of the mountain. I have this boulder here that needs to go to the top of the mountain. You think you could take it too, as long as you're going that way? And the man said, well, I think I can. I think it would be all right. You know, I think there's room. And I don't think God would mind if I just... Did that so it took both of them to pick it up, right? So they put it in the cart and on he went. And this time it was pretty heavy. 
and he was struggling a little bit. He was struggling so much that he didn't have breath enough to whistle a happy tune, but he could still hum. So it was kind of, he's like, okay, I can, I, can, I, can, I can do this, I can do it. And as he was approaching the foot of the mountain, his best friend was coming on the other road and he saw him and he said, hey, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going fine. What are you doing pulling that cart? Well, the Lord asked me to take three rocks to the top of the mountain. You're going to the top of the mountain? Well, yeah, I'm going to the top of the mountain. Well, that's great because I have this big sack of gravel that needs to go to the top of the mountain. And before he even asked, he threw it on the man's cart. Thanks, man, I'll see you later. And he left. And now the man starts up the mountain pulling his cart. And now it's really heavy. And he is sweating and he is so, so struggling with this cart, he can't whistle a happy tune. He can't even hum a happy tune. He can't even think happy thoughts because he is struck. Every step is a labor. And he gets about halfway up the mountain and it gets a little steeper. And he's already, he's already picturing in his mind what it would be like to let go of that cart and then watch it just crash all the way down the mountain and just completely give up. So he, he finally gets about halfway up and he stops and he can't take it anymore. So he sets his cart down and he falls on his knees and he cries out, God, how can you do this to me? This is just too hard. I'm trying to do this trip for you and I'm trying to do what you told, but the load is too heavy and I'm not strong enough. Why did you do this to me? And God heard his prayer. And showed up at his side and said, what's the problem? And the man said, you gave me a job to do that's too hard for me. I'm just not strong enough. I'm not up to the task. And God walked to the wagon and said, pointed at the boulder. And he said, what's that? And he said, well, you know, the baker came out. And he said he didn't need this boulder. And I was going that way anyway. And God took the boulder and threw it out of the cart. And then God looked at the sack of gravel and he said, what's that? And he said, well, my best friend, my best friend in the world was coming along. And he said, I've got this bag of gravel. And he said, go to the top of the hill since you're on the way anyway. So God took the bag, the bag of gravel and threw it out of the cart. And the man said, but God, you know, I, I really kind of promised I'd help these guys. And I can't just leave their stuff laying here on the side of the road. And God said, you know, I'll be content to help you with your load if you'll be content to let them take their load. And the man said, you mean all I have to do is take these three stones? And God said, that's all I ask you to do. My yoke is easy, my burden is light, and I'll never ask you to carry more than you can carry with a song in your heart. And so the man tested the wagon and this time, you know what? He could pull it without any trouble. And he smiled and he took off again and he started whistling a happy tune again. And when he reached the top of the hill, he had joy in his heart and thanksgiving on his lips. So let me ask you a question. I have a picture. Can you put my picture up there? Do you ever feel like this some days?
story in Luke chapter 10 that I just read to you because you know it's one thing to have company to come over it's another thing to have Jesus and the 12 disciples and who knows how many other we really don't know how many people were in their house and we know that Martha was good friends with Jesus and she wanted to show great hospitality and she was Martha was a doer, right? She was working, and she was working in that kitchen, just working up a storm. And now look, you can tell by looking at me that somebody is working up a storm in my kitchen. So I'm not saying that there's anything bad about working in the kitchen. Nothing wrong with that. But there was a problem. And the problem wasn't the kitchen chores. The problem was Mary was distracted. She wasn't fully present. She was, the word distracted in, in Luke chapter 10 there uh, in verse 40 is a word in the Greek that means pulled from all directions. Have you ever felt like you were pulled from all directions? Nod your head at least and say if you felt like you were pulled from all directions. So Martha, feeling pulled from all directions, comes to Jesus, and I can only imagine her putting her hands on her hips. She's good friends with Jesus. She puts her hands on her hips, and she said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work? Tell her to get up from there and come in here in the kitchen and help me. You got brothers and sisters? You know what I'm talking about. She's left me to do everything. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you're worried and you're distracted by many things. There's need for only one thing. Mary's chosen the better part. It's not going to be taken away from her. Martha, Martha, you've let people put more things on your wagon than you can pull with a song in your heart. You're carrying a whole load of racks. I didn't ask you to carry all, all of those rocks. I only ask you for one thing. So Jesus is not necessarily criticizing Jesus. Just uh, um, not criticizing Martha for, for doing stuff. We, we talked last week about going and doing. And we're meant to go and do. He just points out that she has anxieties. That she's been pulled in so many directions. I don't know what the, what the deal is. Maybe she's trying to put a four-course meal out in front and, and just uh, something simple would have done. Maybe she's trying to get everything perfect. Everything perfect. So when is enough enough? Martha has a condition that I have uh, named taphiosis. Uh, I hope that there's really not a medical condition because I think I just made that word up. But you know how taffy's pulled? You ever you ever look through the candy shop window in, in Gatlinburg and see how the, they pull it in all directions? Taffiosis. So I, I, we're going to take a minute to think about how we can tell if we've got taffiosis and what the treatment might be for taffiosis because what we don't want to happen is we don't want to miss the one thing the one thing that's important so how we can tell do we have taffiosis um, well 
Remember how last week I talked about when the 70 went out, Jesus sent the 70 out and they, they preached the kingdom of God and they healed sick and, and they cast out evil spirits and everything. Um, and then they got back and, and Jesus said, a laborer is worthy of his pay. And I said, well, what is the pay that you get for laboring for the kingdom of God? And the pay that you get is life and joy. So when we're going and when we're doing, if don't experience the life and joy, if we can't go and do what we're going and doing and have a song in our heart, then maybe we have taphiosis. Maybe there's too much on that wagon. Maybe we're carrying things that God didn't put on there. John Wesley had a friend one time that came up to him and said, John, you, you don't need to be in such a hurry all the time. And John Wesley said, I'm, I'm always in haste, but I'm never in a hurry because I never undertake to do more work than I can do with perfect calmness of spirit. In other words, I don't take on more than I can do with a song in my heart. So, perfect calmness of spirit, song in our heart, or pulled in all different directions and anxious so how about it have you ever felt like me have you ever felt like this have you ever had this this crazy thought in your head that there are no limits to the amount of things that you can do have you ever had this crazy thought that you can help everybody right and please everybody have you ever thought i'm the only one that can do this and do it right have you ever thought it has to be perfect? Then you just might have taphiosis. Yeah. So, how, uh, how can we treat taphiosis? There is a treatment. And it's a, a simple treatment, but it's not easy. I want to say that again. The treatment for taphiosis is simple, but it's not easy. As a matter of fact, it's, it's so hard to grasp. I want to get you to say it out loud with me today. Um, and so the first thing is unload. And so I'm going to count to three, and I want everybody to say unload. You sitting at home on your back deck drinking sweet tea and doing this worship service, I want you to say it so that the dog starts barking next to me, right? Say it that loud. Uh, unload, right? One, two, three. Unload. Yes. Take a look at your wagon and see if you're pulling something that was thrown in there by other people. See if you have voluntarily taken on things on your wagon that you just can't pull it all with a song in your heart and unload what doesn't need to be in there. There's a, there's a pretty cool book by Joanna Weaver called Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World. Maybe some of y'all have read that book. It's a good book. But you kind of get the gist of it. It's like when you're taking on too much. She, uh, Joanna had a, a, a retreat that she did and she got a bunch of her friends together. And at this retreat, they, they all got a, a piece of paper and they all... Uh, wrote down all of the activities that they were involved in from uh, children's activities with their 
kids and work and church and, and community activities. Oh, they, they listed all of their activities and then they prayed over their list and then they prioritized from one, to, one being the most important and four being the least important. Everything on their list got a one, two, three, or four, right? And then they dumped all the fours. They unloaded them. Now, like I said, it's simple. It's not easy because, you know, there are some things on there that got dumped that they really enjoyed. Really worthwhile things got taken out of their wagon. Really good things got taken out. Because it's the only way you can treat taphiosis. Because if you got too much on there, it's going to steal all the joy out of your life. Okay, the next part of the treatment is two words this time, make room. I'm going to count to three. Will you say that with me? One, two, three. Make room. Make room in your life for spending time with Jesus. Just spending time with Jesus is the one thing. Knowing Jesus is the one thing. The one thing. There is a time to go and do, and there is a time to just stop and be. I'm not minimizing going and doing, because it's not an either or. But there is a time, and it takes discernment. It takes maturity to know when you just need to stop and sit at the feet of Jesus. You see, Jesus was in their living room, and he was teaching and he was inviting them to come and sit at his feet and learn. What a golden opportunity to just be in his presence. Jesus, right there. And you know, Jesus is just waiting on us to take some time out of our day. I don't know when, when your best time to do this is. Is it early in the morning before things get started? Is it late at night after you get done with things and you finally have a quiet moment? Do you find a, a time to during your lunch hour to, to just kind of spend some time with God? Maybe it's during your commute. You know, that's you can turn your, your car or your truck into a, a, a mobile sanctuary by just... Now look, don't close your eyes and pray while you're driving. I'm not telling you to do that. That's dangerous. But you can take some time to talk to God. Turn off the radio. We know, don't we? We know that we will make room in our lives for what's really important. Well, this is the one thing. This is the one thing for us not to miss. Let us pray. Lord, how important it is to go and to do, to, to love and to serve the, the least of these, as you say, as is recorded in Matthew chapter 25. But Lord, at the same time, we can't get so pulled in so many directions that we don't stop and make time to get to know you, to dwell with you in prayer, in reading your word, and meditating before you and listening to you. Because God, we don't want to stand before you one day and 
think of all the things that we went and did and then hear you say, I never knew you. So Lord, thank you for the freedom to do and thank you for the freedom just to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, the closing hymn that we have today is one that I think goes well with what we've been talking about. It's number 472 in the hymnal, if you want to turn there, or you can, you can see the words up on the screen, Near to the Heart of God. Will you stand with me? Hymn number 472. And now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit go with us all now and forever. Amen.